Howdy friends, Philippe Heiderk here. Today we're going to talk about the eight big differences that you should know when it comes to buying a resale home on the market or a brand new unit from the builder, so aka a pre-construction unit or a brand new home from a builder. Ready? Let's go! Number one is probably gonna be the most obvious, but let's start with that. Whenever you're buying a resale home, you're gonna be buying a used property, something that's probably already lived in 99% of the time. It does come with some benefits, sometimes very simple benefits that you don't even think of sometimes. Like for example, the curtain rods could be there, there could be shelving in the garage already set up for you. So you can just take it, because that's a chattel in a home. In a brand new home, you have to set all of that up yourself. TV brackets, curtain rods, you name it. Alternatively, because of that, you're getting a brand new home. The second difference is that a pre-construction or brand new home, you actually cannot really walk into. It's not tangible, you can't see it. You might know where the piece of land is, but in terms of like a condominium, you're just buying the rights to that unit, so you're kind of buying thin air. You have to be a little bit more creative with your pre-construction project in terms of visualizing what the floor plan will actually end up looking like when you actually open the door for the first time and walk in. As opposed to a resale home, you can walk in it, you can go through the layout, you can actually see where all the furniture is, and you can get a good feel for it. Three, it's actually more expensive, a pre-construction or brand new home, than the houses on the market that are comparable to that unit. The reason is that builders typically only have a very thin profit margin for every project between 7 to 13% on average. Developmental costs are very expensive for the builders. Also they do typically charge us consumers uh, prices that could be for example one year ahead. So they estimate the price of that unit next year and you have to buy it now. There is about a 5 to 15% premium on buying brand new pre-construction or brand new homes. The fourth most important thing you need to think about is that with a pre-construction project, you actually have very limited mortgage requirements, meaning that you just have to get a letter from a bank or a broker that you are hypothetically approved for that unit today, even though it may close in four years from now, as opposed to in resale, you definitely need to get your mortgage pre-approved, you need to give them all the documents, and then when you go to purchase it, you need to solidify a mortgage right away. Number five, the typical closing on a resale is between 30 to 90 days. On average, 60 days. In pre-construction, you're looking at a minimum one year for the most part. There are some circumstances where it could be earlier or even super long, but in terms of a condominium, two to four years is very common. So you're thinking about something that you're buying today that you're not gonna get until three or four years from now, most likely. One thing to really consider is that pre-construction will actually allow anyone to get into the real estate market if they have the cash for the down payment. You may not be ready for a mortgage right now, but if you wanna get to the real estate market, you could book one of these units which won't be built for two to three or four years, and then figure it out later on, or just secure a better job, whatever it is, but it is a way to get into the real estate market. Five. There is no HST on a resale home. The government does not charge you HST, but the government does charge the builder uh, HST on every single brand new home. 
And depending how you're gonna use that home, you may have to pay the HST. If you're buying the home, it's gonna be your first home or it's gonna be your primary residence. So meaning you don't have any other homes that you're living at, you're just gonna be living at this home, then you will not, you'll be exempt from the HST cost. It'll be automatically refunded when you purchase the deal. However, if you're buying as your secondary unit, you will have to pay HST, which is typically around $24,000 on closing. You can eventually get it back through your accountant and through going through a CRA and processing through your taxes, but it is an additional expense you have to think about. Number six, there are additional developmental charges when you buy a brand new home. That is typically in the contract that you're signing. Most builders in condominium projects will have capped developmental levies or developmental charges, AKA meaning for example, you'll see $8,000 developmental, 10,000, 20,000. That means on closing, you will have to pay those additional charges. That's including land transfer tax. These developmental costs are used for the local infrastructure like schools, roads, everything related to the community. Make sure you understand exactly how much your developmental costs will be. And if it's not clearly stated in the contract, have your lawyer review the contract and send an amendment to the builder so that you have a maximum amount that is requested and agreed to. So there are no surprises on closing. In resale, you're just going to have land transfer tax and that's the only additional expense you'll have. Seven, in a pre-construction project, a lot of builders will allow a clause that's called an assignment clause, meaning that at a certain time, and every builder is different, you gotta read the contract, you will be allowed to sell the rights to that unit down the road to someone else. Meaning that, let's say you bought it today, it's gonna to be ready in three years. A year goes by and life changes, or you just wanna make some money, or you wanna walk away from the project. You're allowed to sell the rights to someone else, and they now become the new owners of that hypothetical unit and they will have to close on it at that end. In resale, you don't have that option. Although one thing that is kind of comparable but different is that you can add or subtract a name to the agreement of purchase sale before closing if you need to. For example, in this hot market, you may end up buying something for a little bit more than what you expected and you may need to add your mother or brother on the title. That stuff happens and yes, you can add them even though the documents have already been signed as long as all parties agree and then boom you can get your mortgage done that way and last but not least there are slightly different periods when you buy a unit when you sign a contract Canadian government has passed a law that there's a 10-day cooling off period and what this means is that in 10 days you can think about what you just agreed to and with no questions asked you can walk away although what it really could should mean is that you take your contract to a lawyer, review it, make sure it is to your satisfaction, that you're happy with everything, and walk away. If you do not want it anymore, or you're unhappy with something, or you have second thoughts, no questions asked. In residential, it's not exactly like that. You could have, hypothetically, a five-day business day for financing or home inspection. They're the most typical ones. There are other ones depending on different types of uh, homes you may want to buy. Homes, with However, for the most part, you have five business days to get your financing and home inspection, which means that you mainly want those extra days just to see that you are financially approved for the purchase and that the home passes a mortgage. If you have other things and you back and you decide last minute, that's a little bit different than the no questions asked pre-construction.
For more amazing content like this, join our newsletter. The link will be in the description.